Hi, I'm Aiden. And I'm Don Carlo. And you're listening to Binge Watchers. Where we talk about everything TV. Everything? Everything. Tune in as we discuss a new show every episode. And we'll decide if it's binge watchable. This is Binge Watchers. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Binge Watcher Season 3. Wow, fun. This is great. We're this back great. in the studio. Oh, this, I, one's a, this one's a little cozier than the last one. This one's a little yeah, bit more You closed. feel a little cozier, yeah, Aiden, no, in the studio? The last one had like a window coming into the recording studio. Oh, that's so true, in the public. Everyone could see us. Yeah, the exactly. whole public could see us record, but now we're in like the sequestered So ba- for those who don't know, like uh, we are recording again in studio at the RCC in the Allen Slate, and we are in a different radio control room. We are in a more private, smaller, but like comfier space, mm-hmm. as Aiden said. Yeah, it's uh, these controllers are fantastic. But anyway, let's jump right into the topic of today's yes. episode. So today's topic. So last last episode we talked about our favorite shows of 2021, and that was just sort of like a look into the past. But now we are going to look into the future, and we are going to talk about our most anticipated shows of 2022. DQ, that was incredibly well put. Buddy. Oh, thank you. Yes, that was that was. I was thinking like, wow, that is that's some deep stuff right there. That dude. is. <laughs> that stuff. is a podcast voice right there. Yeah, absolutely. So we're yeah. going to get in now to our favorite TV yes. shows, our most anticipated TV shows I know. of 2022. A lot of amazing shows have already come out, but, um, you know, it's still March. It's still early in the year. So we are going and there's still a lot of shows that still need to come out. So shows like Euphoria I, was my one of my favorite shows of my, my one of my most anticipated shows of 2021 but then uh of 2022 but then uh it already came out early so that's not going to be on the list but Aiden and I we both have five episodes five shows right to five talk about shows yeah yes. we're very very excited so let me dive right into it so I will be going first with my top five mm-hmm. and then Aiden will go next with his top five let's see it so at so my first uh, most anticipated show of 2022, this isn't like in no particular order, is <laughs> a show that Aiden and I actually did an episode on. Oh boy. And it's a show that Aiden absolutely loves. No, I'm oh, what is this? <laughs> it is Bridgerton okay, season two. Fine. Okay, so that's it. So I'm not the co-host of this podcast anymore. Um, we're going to recruit someone else. So just yes, email yes. your resumes okay, to the email. I'm gone. I'm bu- goodbye. Aiden's walking out of the studio right now. Studio. Yes, you're hearing it from me first. Season no. two. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Let's okay, hear it. okay. So uh, if you guys didn't already listen to, ep- to our first episode uh, last season about Bridgerton. So Bridgerton is a historical period pre- period piece Regency drama from Shonda Rhimes, from Shondaland, creator of Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, all that good stuff. And this is this new sh- this show Bridgerton was one of the biggest shows of 2020, and uh, it was part of her Netflix deal, and it like blew up the entire internet when it came out. And it follows eight Bridgerton siblings, and each season basically follows a new sibling as they search for love and purpose. And I th- I did an ep- I loved it. I watched it. I told Aiden to watch it because I'm like Aiden, Downton Abbey. It's gonna be so good. And, and I watched like- it. And he absolutely loved it, right? <laughs> it became, I will say this, it was definitely our, this was, we, I will say, you and I have pretty similar tastes in TV. Yes. I'll tell you this right now, that was definitely the most heated episode that, that we've was. ever done. I, yeah. oh, I got so, because I was so passionate about Bridgerton, especially when the hype 
uh, was there, and I was so into it because I love I love a good romance. I love a good love story, and Aiden just and I was like, okay, it's it's straight too, so maybe Aiden will like it too. I, I will say like, and I the actors are hot, but I don't despise alas, the show. I, don't, I know, I don't I know. hate it. We have b- buried that like tension <laughs> under the pa- in the past already. So, um, you know, I I I do you know okay. I think I've softened up to it a little bit mm. over. No, no, no! You don't have to change your opinion. Again, we've already settled it in our episode. So you should go watch that episode. That yes. was definitely one of my episodes. It was so funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely not a bad show. I think you was... had positives about it. Oh yeah, no, I will say set design was great. Oh yes. man, out of this world. Yes, and production design. You know, I will say I, I know sometimes shows get flack for like these period pieces for remixing modern songs, but I kind of dig that a little bit. Yeah, I think it's nice. and that was the original part of Bridgerton, which I am glad you liked as well because mm-hmm. I really liked that. It took a, it, it was a very even though it's set in like Regency, and I know some people are be, would be like, oh, like if you haven't watched it, which I'm surprised because it was the biggest show mm-hmm. of 2020, but. Uh, People were like, oh, like, I'm not, like, uh, even for me, I'm not the biggest fan of period pieces compared to Aiden, but I loved it. And, like, I loved how it mixed, uh, like, modern modern times with uh, Regency. Mm-hmm. So, like, stuff like the costumes looked different from, it wasn't a- historically accurate. The music was, like, stuff like from Taylor Swift and Billie Eilish, but, is, but like, shown in, like, orchestra, mm-hmm. stuff like that. <laughs> um, and, yeah, stuff like that. And, uh, but it was, it was just, it was just great. And uh, as for season two, Aiden, do you know what season two is about? Have you heard? No, I heard it's coming out this year, though. Tell me about it. It is coming out on March 22nd, I believe. Oh, wow. Holy shit. And so, yeah, this month, this month, as if depending on when you're listening to this, we, we're recording on March 11th. It comes out in the next like 10 days. Wow! Holy yeah, smokes. and uh, you know how I said it follows like a different Bridgerton sibling. Oh yeah, because the both uh, what's it called? Um, it follows the son, right? Yeah. So okay. So the first season followed uh, Daphne. Mm-hmm. Remember the eldest daughter. Yeah. And this season follows the eldest son, which is Anthony yeah. Bridgerton. Anthony. Yeah. Yes. And I am so excited because Anthony Bridgerton is. I know everyone loves the Duke. <laughs> everyone loves the Duke. The Duke was the Duke was fine. The Duke was hot. But like Anthony, like they're all hot. So like. <laughs> Anthony is just oh my god! You know I like my white men. So. You know it's uh, it's the sideburns. I think those big thick. Yo, it's not even the sideburns. sideburns. It's just those. It's just that body, yada yada. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it's man. just like you know. And uh, oh, you want to hear an interesting like side note? Fun <laughs> fact: J- uh, the actor that plays Anthony Bridgerton, Jonathan Bailey, he's he's actually gay in real life. Wow, OTQ. Oh, well, you should go hit him. But up. he's oh, shut up. <laughs> no, and he's fine and like uh, it shows like how talented of an actor he is if he mm-hmm. can play like such a straight masculine like you know head of the house <laughs> why are you laughing sorry, sorry, <laughs> head of sorry, the head right. of the household like eldest brother but in this in this new season basically he is he's considered a rake i don't know if you know what a rake is in like regency terms i don't know how well versed you are in regency terms oh, yeah you might need to explain that a rake is sort of like equivalent to like a playboy but it's like Regency like terms slang, I think. <laughs> I know, right? It's weird. I've never heard that before. I think okay. it, they mentioned it in the first season, but it's been a while, so. You know what? That's an extra tidbit of knowledge. Yeah, that Rake game. is like basically like a playboy, like someone who sleeps around, stuff like that. Oh man, oh that's that's just fantastic. And <laughs> yeah, so he's a, he's known as the Rake. So his mother is like, oh, Anthony, like I need to pair you up with uh with a wife, and he's like, no, 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 like that's not what I'm about. I'm not about commitment and all that. But then this new family shows up. Uh, which is they're called the Sharmas. So you know how like in the 
last season, it was an interracial couple between a white family and a black family. Mm-hmm. This season, uh, because Shonda Rhimes is committed to diversity, she is pairing a white family with a Indian family, oh, a wow. family of Indian descent, which is amazing because we barely get. We've done, yeah, that looks like it represented a lot. Brown representation, yeah. exactly. Absolutely, so yeah, I like that. I like that's that amazing. So, in comes uh, two sip, two sisters, uh, Edwina and Kate. Uh, Sharma, Sharma, something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, also on fun fact, I'm really looking. You can tell I'm a big Bridgerton fan because I already read the book. Wow, of the second book, so and? I kind of know what happens, and it's great. It's interesting. It's nice. um, they obviously change a lot from the book to the show, so it's gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna be in for a surprise. But uh, yeah, I'm just so excited because Kate is not your average like damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. You know what that means, right? So yeah. she's a very powerful, independent woman. And um, Anthony has a choice between her and her sister. And it's like a love triangle. There's going to be more steamy scenes, more um, incredible, you know, S-E-X. Wow. <laughs> Aiden. <laughs> so... <laughs> Are you looking forward to another fabulous season oh, two? Yeah, of Bridget- absolutely. I'm just looking forward show. to Bridgerton season two. I mean, that's what I'm living for this year. 2022 is the year of Bridgerton. Yes, amazing. Maybe in fourth year, if we continue this, we'll do. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll go do back Bridgerton. to Bridgerton season two. But yeah, very very excited for that. Nice. So my second uh, most anticipated show of 2022 is a show that, which is its last season, season two came out. Almost like two, three years ago. Wow. So I've been waiting for this because of COVID. Obviously, a lot of these shows have been pushed back because of COVID. And I don't know if you know the show, Aiden, but my most anticip- one of my most anticipated shows is Atlanta Season 3. I have absolutely heard of Atlanta. You've heard of it? Have yeah. you watched it? I have not gotten around to watching Ooh, it, though. Okay. But I've heard it's great. It is amazing. And I think, Aiden, I don't know if you like a very surrealist comedy because it's not your average show. Atlanta is... Very hard to describe. So basically, it follows Donald Glover's character, uh, Earn. Uh, Donald Glover, if you don't know, he's a, a rapper very as well. Very famous comedian yes. as well. Yeah, very famous comedian and very famous uh, singer. He's Childish yeah. Gambino. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty freaking great. Yeah, he's amazing. His, I love his music as well. And he plays Earn, who basically is like living that low-class life. And he takes a job helping his uh, cousin, who is a famous rapper named Paperboy. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? It's amazing. In, like, the rundown suburbia of uh, Atlanta, uh, as they try to make it, try to help, they try to help each other make it big in the music industry. Mm -hmm. But it is so much more than that. Literally, every single episode is, like, a surrealist trip. Huh. You know, it's not like you're it's it's far, far from a sitcom where, you know, you have your typical three act structure. You have uh-huh. your typical joke and setup. Atlanta literally like episodes can like take you to like a whole different direction. Like um, it deals with like race relations. It deals with it has a lot of social commentary uh-huh. on the state of America. And like it's just it's incredible. And it's just it's so well done. The directing and the writing is out of this world. And it became one of the most amazing shows for its originality. I, I really want to watch Atlanta. I've heard yeah. nothing but good things about yeah. it and Donald yeah. Glover. Yeah, honestly, I have a conflicted because, like, honestly, it's there's so much in Atlanta that you just have to like watch, almost like think about it afterwards. It's one of those shows you have to think about afterwards. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like it's not easy to watch. Like, there's a whole episode where um, 
in season two where Paperboy um, is like doing like a talk show interview with someone and like that's the whole episode it's like they, do, they get into arguments about like race and gender but it's it's so much fun it's so funny it's so like despite it being like surreal it's like hilarious and like nice. yeah like you just get like weird images like there's one episode where they just uh, act, the, the, the group just accidentally goes into like a, a frat boy like university like <laughs> sorority house and then there's like confet images of confederate flags and it looks like a cult Ooh. like it just takes you from like one direction to the next Huh. That's how surreal it is. Oh, okay, I totally want to watch that. <laughs> yes, and season three, basically, I think Paperboy and Earn, they have... Oh, and Darius, you know Lakeith uh, Stanfield? I think I've actor? heard of him, yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh, amazing, and they, yeah, they're like a trio, and they basically head to, I think, Paris, Paris, France. So they move they move up to like a new location. Nice. And um, yeah, more surreal. Honestly, you can't even predict what ha what's going to happen in Atlanta because it's just that type of show. And I know I'm not explaining it right because I have a time limit and I can't <laughs> go into it. But uh, yeah, uh, Atlanta season three was so popular and Donald Glover knew its success that he just... Have you heard of his... Uh, fun fact, have you heard of his tweet, controversial tweet, when uh, he was making Atlanta season three and four? No, what was it? He literally tweeted out like when people wanted news of the new season of Atlanta because it's mm -hmm. been so long. He's like... Oh, he, he made this controversial tweet where he's like, just finished season three and four of... Uh, Atlanta like writing the scripts mm -hmm. and he's like honestly we are the greatest he said something along the lines of like we are the greatest show on television even the Sopranos can only the Sopranos can touch us Whoa. <laughs> okay now I need to watch this and that is like a bold, That's a bold statement he was literally like yeah like it's almost equivalent to like John Lennon calling himself God <laughs> that, you know what it's a you know, a bold statement makes me want to watch this show. I yeah, want to see yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I think he's a little full of himself, but like, <laughs> even though I love this show, but yeah, it is like amazing still, regardless. Mm -hmm. And um, they're currently season. I think season three and four are coming out this year. Oh, nice! Because they wrote the scripts all together, and then they're filming back to back. Oh, nice! So Atlanta season three will be available on FX and maybe on. Maybe on Disney Plus. I think it's gonna be on Disney Plus. Like if it's on Disney Plus, I'll definitely like watch on it. the Star like add add on where like with the, like the adult shows mm -hmm. and all that. So yeah, to take a look at that or like illegal streaming. No, we didn't say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming out March twenty fifth. The next show on my list is a show that I know a lot of you and especially Aiden, I don't think have even heard of it. And it's actually a miniseries from a very famous, from a very popular book that came out a couple of years ago. And that is called Pachinko. Aiden, I'm sure you haven't heard I have of Pachinko heard of at, all, at all, right? No. But it is, oh my God, I am so excited. So Pachinko will be, is based on a book by Min Jin Lee. And it is, uh, it was a National Book Award finalist. It was uh, one of the most acclaimed books of that year. And won a ton of awards and all that, and it basically it follows the old. The thing that's weird is that like even though it's based, based on a book, I haven't even read the book. I read books, and Aiden, I know you read books as well. We read both books. read books. We're, we're both readers as well. But I even I haven't read the book. But just the concept alone, like just like already hooks me. And it is about it, basically the synopsis is it's a saga about four generations of a poor Korean immigrant family as they fight to control their destiny in 20th century Japan as they are exiled from their home. So, mm. um, yeah, it's... Uh, I love shows that are about family 
And I think uh, if you listen to our last episode, we talked about our practicum, Aiden, mm-hmm. the project that we're working on. So I pitched two shows, and they were both like about different types of family. Mm-hmm. So I just love shows that are like intergenerational. I love shows that are about like you know past and present that follows a family and like their 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 fight to like survive and like how they grow and develop and mm-hmm. stuff like that and how they come together and stuff like that. So um, this show is a eight episode miniseries that is coming out. I think in May or something this spring uh, on Apple TV Plus. Wow! Yes, and you okay. have Apple TV, right? I Aiden? do have Apple yes. TV. Yes, and uh, you should you should definitely get Apple TV uh, for those listening because it is a good uh, addition. Is is actually a worthwhile subscription. It has Dickinson, which we talked about last Great time. Great show, fantastic. And it's gonna have Pachinko and Pachinko. I watched the trailer. I should show you the trailer after Aiden. Yeah, absolutely. But the trailer is just oh, it's so beautifully shot. It is so amazingly like just crafted or the way it looks and like it just it just like it follows it has an all korean it also has an all korean all asian cast which is something that i am very passionate about because i like like show like i'm i'm striving to make shows that have that kind of representation Mm -hmm. and this show is made by and starring uh korean actors and all that nice that's that's awesome i really like that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's just like it's gonna be one of those like like sweeping like emotional family dramas. I think it I think it delves I think it like starts all the way in like the early 1900s, and then it like moves all the way to the present day. And it's about how like your ancestors or your grandparents, you know, they fight to to um, you know create a better life for themselves. And then and it's about how that impacts their later generations of, of family. Hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah, actually. right. Thank you. Doesn't it sound cool? That sounds good. So you should send me that book. I, I'm reading a bunch yes. of books right now. I should totally send it. Yes, to I should send it. And we should we should read it together. I love. Oh my I want to read absolutely. it. Absolutely. Ooh, a little buddy read. Nice. I know we're talking about binge watchers, but it's okay. We're talking about shows. We but it's are okay. very well read people. DQ. Yes, we are read very well read. Regardless. All right. What's yeah. your fourth show, DQ? My fourth show is Stranger Things season four, nice. uh, which is coming out. I I think this is it this june i think so yes yeah. this june and it has been a long time coming because obviously this is another show that was delayed because of covid mm-hmm. and the actors are are probably already like our age i swear yeah <laughs> oh man they've oh geez well yeah it's crazy how old they are now it's nuts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that to you, Aiden, to talk about it later. Because, but all I all I'll say is like I'm very very excited. I think, um, is this the last season or no? I think they're making season five. They're gonna do season five, and, and that will be it. the last. Yeah, crazy. so it's almost over. But Stranger Things, um, I think we already did an episode on Stranger Things. That was our first episode. That was one of our first episodes. Yeah, we, we were. I'm a huge fan. We we're both huge fans of we Stranger both, Things. Yeah, just like the '80s nostalgia and like just the supernatural Steven Spielberg like elements of it. It's mm-hmm. just it's just such a vibe and uh yeah the actors um the characters they're in for another wild adventure and like stuff uh that hasn't been resolved from the third season certain characters that may Mm -hmm. or may not be dead let's just say that wow you know uh there there's gonna be more mysteries to unsolve i'm uh, really excited in uh season four really excited very excited about that and my fifth and final show that I want to talk about is uh, a show that I think is actually a little underrated. I don't hear enough people talking about it. And it is called Love, Victor, Season 3. Yeah. Have you heard of Love, Victor, Aiden? Ooh, I, I don't think I have, DQ. Really? Have you heard of the movie, and for the audience as well, have you guys heard of the movie uh, Love, Simon? I have heard of Love, Simon, yes. 
You've heard of Love Simon. Yeah. So Love Simon is uh was influential because it was it was the first like mainstream gay teen teen coming of age film mm-hmm. and romance. Uh yeah, mainstream. And uh, it was a big hit back in 2018. And Love Victor is essentially the spin-off of that show. Huh. It is yeah, it is a it is set um after it is set after the events of Love Simon, and it follows a new teenager uh, named Victor Salazar, who uh, moves into like you know the school in Love Simon that they go into uh, Creekwood High. I don't think you watched huh. the movie, right? I don't think I've watched Love Simon. No. Oh my gosh, Aiden. That's uh, yeah, definitely gotta watch that. That's a that's a movie. You should watch that. Um, but Creek. So basically, uh, Simon went to this high school named Creekwood High, and but then after he graduates, a new a new kid uh, named Victor Salazar moves into uh, to Creekwood High uh, as a new student, and basically he is also struggling with his a uh, uh, sexuality and coming out and finding love. Hmm. And uh, the reason why this show is great, and the reason why it's actually important, is because. Even though Love Simon was very, very influential because it put uh, a queer person at the forefront of a mainstream show, mm-hmm. uh, a mainstream film, the issues that people were having with it was that it was too, too white and too middle class. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I yeah, see you could see that, yeah. right? It's like yes, we have representation, and yes, any sort of representation is is good, but it's it, it alienates a lot of people from the queer community when mm-hmm. it's focused on someone who is still white and privileged yeah you know i can see that absolutely yeah yeah yeah. and like i love love simon don't get me wrong i love that movie i love the character but i see where they're coming from so essentially those the create the writers and creators of love simon essentially made love victor to follow a um latinx uh or a mexican american family Mm -hmm. uh immigrant family as they move into like uh move into the town and move and uh, and Victor um, moves to Creekwood High, and uh, they're not rich, they're not privileged. They come from a traditional um, immigrant family household, and uh, Vic- Victor doesn't have it. Does let's just say Victor doesn't uh, handle it or like um, has it as easy of a coming out story as Simon did in the movie. Because Simon's story, not to, because I know not everyone probably watched it like you, but he, just like the way that his story ended, it was very, it was happy. It was satisfying. It was very like, you know, oh, like this is very heartwarming, but not every queer person's story is heartwarming. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes they go through more struggles than what meets the eye sometimes, depending on your different family structures. So throughout these uh, first two seasons of Love, Victor. Um, he sort of struggles not just with his sexuality, but coming out because his parents are pretty traditional. Mm-hmm. And we see how that works within the show. And I just, it's, oh, it's just such a, it's just one of those teen, sh- teen shows that you just love, like just wrapping yourself around in a blanket and just getting cozy and just watching these characters uh, be and makes you feel like a teenager, hmm. right? I like that. Yeah, you like that, right? And uh, season three will be will actually be its final season. Wow! As well, so I'm very very excited. Uh, Victor's story. If you guys have watched Love Victor, you know that he has a lot of romantic uh, interests, and you get to see where how that all ends in the final season, especially with that cliffhanger in season two. For those that have watched it, hmm. that sounds pretty cool. And 
uh, I think each episode, I think each season has 10 episodes. So this is no, no, uh, this is this is also going to be uh, the last 10 episodes. And it is actually on Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah, this summer. It comes out every summer on Disney Plus with the Star uh, Adult uh, Extension subscription added on to your Disney Plus subscription. I'll give that a watch. Yes, give it a watch, Aiden. It's good. And watch Love, Simon first. Absolutely. Yes. But those are my five favorite, my five most anticipated shows of 2022. We will keep you updated on how uh, I feel when I watch all of them. Nice. That's yes. awesome. So next is going to be my five yes. most anticipated shows of 2021. I, I think if 2022. Oh, sorry. 2022. <laughs> sorry. Um, I think that uh, one of the things we're going to, we really want to, uh, what am I saying here? Uh, one of, yeah, okay. The first show, if you've watched the podcast, um, you'll know that this show is exactly like it's exactly what I want from 2022. It's The Boys season three. Yeah, it is coming out in June, and I am so excited. It's The Boys is easily one of the best television shows I've ever watched. Um, you were obsessed with that show. I'm when obsessed it came with out. The Boys. It's just a phenomenal, phenomenal television series. Um, I'm a real sucker for that whole evil Superman concept. I feel like, Ooh. despite some authors not liking it, I think it's a very cool concept. It does. Mm-hmm. It's a nice case study concept, and I think The Boys is such an awesome take on that evil Superman genre. It's super memorable. I, there is not. There is not a single bad character. It's yeah. It's just overall, it's just absolutely phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so excited for season three. If you watch season two, then I, I mean, I don't even know where the show's gonna go. <laughs> but overall, I'm very, very excited. I haven't watched it yet. I still need to watch it. Honestly, DQ, yeah. um, the boys is just phenomenal. Yeah, I like. I what I am interested in is its satire of mm-hmm. like superheroes. Of superheroes, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what makes it original, yeah. right? It's and it's it hits it like it hits close to home a mm-hmm. lot of times. It. Uh, it, there's just a lot of mm-hmm. real stuff that goes on in that show that you can totally apply to real life and I think it's what makes it so intriguing but so sad at the same time because while these like superheroes are their own characters they're definitely fill this this archetype of being like these out of touch really mean celebrities mm-hmm. and, and I think that that's honestly one of that makes one of the things that makes the show just so fantastic Mm-hmm. Um, so for and, my next, sorry, go. No, I was about to say, and it's filmed in Toronto. And it's filmed in Toronto. Yes. I honestly, one of the, a fun fact about that show, if on episode one, when Butcher and um, Huey are walking down the street, you can yeah. see the Popeyes I go to sometimes. Wh- wow. You don't you see Young and Dundas Square? You see Young I, and Dundas I swear, Square. Yeah. Yeah. And the Popeyes I go to. Yeah. And, and uh, so yeah, Lamp Famous Lamp. Aiden, so when are you gonna work on The Boys since it's filmed in Toronto? That I seems don't like know. a show that's so up your alley to work on. That's definitely I'll be on the uh, I'll be going on Facebook to see that yes. stuff. Yes. Um, for my next show, it's actually the Game of Thrones sequel or the <gasps> Game of Thrones spinoff. Pre- isn't it a prequel? Oh, is it? I think it might be a prequel. It yeah. is House of Dragons. Um, the thing is, I think. <laughs> The Game of Thrones season seven, eight did leave a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths, including mine. I we used to, I used to have, have these big family get-togethers mm-hmm. for Game of Thrones. Um, and season seven and eight rolled around. We just really weren't excited about the show anymore because it's like it didn't. All the like plot threads that were set up were never explored or finished, and it just felt really unsatisfying. Wow, I do, yeah. I do think House of Dragons has a chance to be its own thing. Uh, the production design looks great. Um, and overall, I think it's going to be a really interesting experience. And it's got a great cast as well. Um, mm-hmm. And it explores definitely a part of Game of Thrones that I think is intriguing to a lot of fans, which is the Targaryen dynasty. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think it'll be an interesting watch. I hope it's good. 
Um, but I mean, I'm kind of crossing my fingers, but I am excited for it. Yeah, because you never know, right? Like with Game of Thrones, especially that ending. Yeah. Which I haven't, I haven't finished, but like, uh, yeah. Isn't this set like 3,000 years in the past or something? It's something set like that. Quite a while quite in a the while. past, but yeah. it's a very interesting. Like it's very, like very interesting. Yeah. Um, but for my third show, it's a Marvel TV show. It Ooh. is Moon Knight. I'm actually looking forward to that too. Yes, it yeah. is. I'm very shocked that Disney did Moon Knight. Moon Knight's a very dark Marvel character. Really? Yes, he's like wow. Marvel Batman, except he swears and he kills people. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Um, Oscar Isaac is, I think, one of the greatest actors of our time. Oh, I love Oscar He has Isaac. such a great range. I mean, he was, if you watch Dune, he is fantastic as Duke Leto Atreides. Mm -hmm. um, and he goes from playing this noble Duke to being this crazed psycho in Moon Knight. And I think that really speaks to him as an actor. Mm -hmm. um, Moon Knight's a very interesting character. My brother loves him. Um, and I think the show's gonna be great. Have I, you read the comics? Uh, my brother has, oh. absolutely. And I think that Moon Knight will bring a lot of freshness to Marvel, because Marvel can be, you know, it's PG-13. I know Moon Knight will yeah. not, like, not be as brutal as he is in the comic books, but I f yeah, it will be, it'll be a really I, good experience. I really hope that this show, like, is great because like yeah marvel tends to do like a very pg-13 like they mm -hmm. want to reach a wide audience but they yeah. that kind of stops them from going the extra mile and being dark and being gritty. and unique and unique exactly yeah so absolutely. i have hope for this show yeah for my fourth show it is the mm. same as dq stranger things season yes. four i am so excited for this show um do you know what it's about what's what's gonna I have come? no idea yeah it's been so long since I, the last season i think that uh stranger things season four the whole stranger things series is simply a phenomenal series it really is when i think of netflix uh, of those of the originals that put it on the map it's that yeah. and house of cards yeah exactly and i stranger things has really stood the test of time in terms of quality the actors despite them like almost being our age now which really scares me yeah that's that's scary that's a little concerning yeah <laughs> um, it makes us feel old they 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 are phenomenal actors and they have great promising careers ahead of them Mm -hmm. uh, just the show is very intriguing. It's like our generation's Goonies. Exactly. Yes, you mentioned that in our first episode. Yeah, it's what just, a reference. What a throwback. Yeah, it's a really, it's just a phenomenally written show mm -hmm. through and through. I really can't think of a lot of bad episodes or episodes I wasn't too fond well, of. Well, I, I, I will say season two and three wasn't as good as season yes. one, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think we talked about this, so I really hope season four will live up to expectations yes. and like hopefully surprise us and like give us something new and fresh. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully it does. Yeah. I'm very, very excited for it. And the last show, Ooh. while I am excited for it because I am a fan of the series. Aiden's ending off on a big show yeah. right here. This is the Lord of the Rings Amazon series. Ooh. I am cautiously optimistic for this show. I do think that with all the money that's been put into it, I don't think they'll let it fail. Yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah, I think. Sorry, go. They already uh, renewed the show, I think, for like season two and three. Well, so, you know, yeah, I think they it, put, yeah. it will speak to it. I think it'll have good quality. I just am nervous because I don't think Lord of the Rings is a franchise you can do a lot with now. It's really, really? The Hobbit, the Lord of the Rings series, and then a few other books that J.R.R. Tolkien did. And I guess you could do other shows, but you can only do so much with fantasy. And I yeah. do think Lord of the Rings is pretty quintessential fantasy, but there's so there's only so much you could do with it. This is like uh, House of Dragons. Like I think this is set like 300 years in the past. Lord yes, of the Rings it show. is yeah, set it's a very, very yeah. far in the past in terms of uh, how where it takes place in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, Have you heard about the budget of this show? Wow! Oh, oh my goodness my God. gracious! Fun fact for those listening who don't know about Lord of the Rings. So Lord of the Rings is essentially Amazon's way of 
uh, having their own Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and it has already been cited as like the most expensive TV show in history. I don't. Yeah, that's. Just, I think five hundred million dollars. Five hundred million dollars. No, uh, I think for its first season, I think one billion. It has a one billion dollar budget. Yeah. Wow. For 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 one for the whole season together. Oh my god! And it's only I think eight to ten episodes. Well, you know what? Then I am expecting in, in insane quality for this, especially in the graphics yes. and, and special effects and uh, design department. Yeah, I'm expecting big things because oh. Lord of the Rings, decades almost over a decade ago, has nailed that, and The Hobbit did it great as well. I'm mm-hmm. expecting big things in the show. Oh, it's already looking like epic. Like, have you watched the fun fact? The trailer's already out. The teaser trailer. Have I you didn't watched think it? it looked too bad. Actually, it didn't look too bad. It it definitely looked very CGI heavy. Yeah, but like you can tell that they had a lot of money yeah, <laughs> to spend. And I think I think there's like. 30 main characters, like a 30 wow. ensemble cast. That is going to be hard yeah. to keep track of. I know, um, so I'm worried. But, I will you know, say... I love there, Lord of the Rings. There is another... I, Lord of the Rings does give me hope. There's another very high-budget TV show that I'm not excited for, and it's the no. Halo TV series. Wait, you're not excited for no, that? Oh, I'm no a, wonder if, it's not on your list. I, I, was I was gonna. I'll say this. I'm a huge... Halo is a very special game for me. Yeah. Um, I've been playing it for as long as I can remember. I haven't had an Xbox for a long time, though. I, an Xbox, we have an old Xbox One that we managed to... Didn't you say up. last episode you you were looking forward to that show? No, what, no, what I'm happened? not looking forward no? to it. No, oh, it's just shoot. it has the Tea. same budget as the almost is. I think it's the second most expensive TV show of all time compared to Lord of the Rings. Wait, you're lying, really? No, I, even I didn't like, hear about and that. And Halo, wow. you can't do that show without a massive budget because there's so much CGI with like the oh, Covenant yeah. and the and the Spartan armor, and yeah. it's it must be and it's a crazy expensive. But they it's like. It's non-canon, so it does. It takes place its own separate canon outside the main Halo story, which I don't get why they would do that. There's a lot of room to explore still. Um, the design looks great. It's not Steve Downs' Master Chief. I'm okay with that. Um, it's just I don't know. I, I don't. I think I, it's just going to be okay. I am also not. I'm very skeptical. Skeptical about uh, Halo because did you hear that they switched uh, showrunners like three or four times? Yeah, it, this show has been in production hell for as long yeah. as I can remember. And so usually yeah. when shows are in production hell, like it doesn't the final end result does not end usually well. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm not too excited for that. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. that are my five most anticipated shows of 2022. That is our five most anticipated shows of 2022. We did it. Yes. Yeah, I'm, we're very, very excited for these shows. And when they come out, yeah, we're definitely going to watch them. We're going to watch them. We're going to talk about them. And we also want to hear from you. What are your most uh, anticipated shows of 2022? Uh, let us know on our Instagram and follow us on Instagram at Binge Watchers Podcast. Yeah, we got some new art, so it looks all spiffy now. Yes. Oh, new and improved. Upgraded anyway, season. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Thank have a you. wonderful, wonderful day. Bye. Hey, we ended all right on time. We did it. Yes. Nice. Okay, all let right. me stop recording. And let us stop recording. <laughs> okay, hold up. Um, it's still recording. Just wait.